The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another session of The Kick Pod. I am your host, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my experience and opinions on martial arts-based subjects. Uh, today, I want to um, get into the world of Jackie Chan. I mean, Jackie Chan is uh, extremely huge in the, the um, in action movies since the 70s pretty much when Bruce Lee was um, making movies um, I just want to get into his um, well at least my opinion on him of what of what I think of his movies but um, I'm going to at least talk about certain movies that I've watched Jackie Chan in that are my personal favorites and um, at least analyze or should I say talk about the scenes that he has the fight scenes that he in you know Jackie Chan I, I highly admire, highly admired, um, highly admire his um, his chemistry and his stunts, like how he escapes, um, I pretty much how he escapes people and um, his fight scenes, and um, just um, just I'm really admired by his um, his great um, skill in martial arts as well. All right, so the movies that I want to talk about is. Um, well, three of the movies that I really watch like frequently of Jackie Chan is um, Big Brawl or the Battle Creek, well, the Battle Creek Brawl, the Rumble in the Bronx, and Rush Hour. Pretty much the Rush Hour series. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with um, the Big Brawl, which is was back in I think 1980. I think I'm sure I'm not sure if this is his first. American movie. I know majority of his movies were like made in um, China or Hong Kong. I mean, mostly his movies were dubbed because um, it was like mostly he didn't speak in English majority of the time. So his his um his um, movies were dubbed majority of the time. And um, you got <clears throat> the Big Brawl that was in 1980. And um, it's about um, him living in Chicago with his father running a restaurant, and yet his father is being um, run down by a Chicago mob who is interested in um, in Quan's um, fighting his skills. And then there was one day that he made a deal with the mob that um, if he won the Battle Creek Brawl in Texas, then he would get the prize money and... I guess he would have been left. I guess the mob would leave his father's business alone. Okay, so, therefore, for him to get trained for his um, trained for this um, competition, um, he would get trained by um, his uncle, who was played by um, the late Miko. And Miko, he's definitely a good actor. A lot of movies he was in. Um, of course, this movie, Conan the Barbarian. I know he was in um, RoboCop 3 and also um, Sidekick with Chuck Norris. Uh, he was basically training um, Jackie Chan's character 
for the brawl and interesting thing before the training he um would have him um throw balls at him and um Jack, Jackie Chan was just dodging him just doing flips and everything and then it was a point where Jackie Chan would go against him with um a cane well yeah Biko would have a cane and he would um let's see what do I say um uh, what was this thing? Yeah, he hit him in the cane, and um, of course, Mika would, would get the best of him. And then from there, like when he got him trained for the um, the Battle Creek Brawl, uh, he was, um, yeah, he had him in this vigorous training. He had like a dummy that um, that was um, this, the that represents um, the current champion of the Battle Creek Brawl, Billy Kiss. And it's like every time he messes up, he would sleep with um. Billy kissing, we sleep with the dummy in this um, small cot. I mean, I guess that's the life lesson that he was. His goal was not to get hit. And um, yeah, and then it went to the point where um, Miko was having another fight with him, and and definitely Jackie would got the best to, with him with the cane. And then yet he says he's ready for the brawl. And then yet here he is. Uh, Chan going to the competition in Texas and I guess the whole concept of the brawl is um, it starts off where when after the introduction is done yeah you um, you have a free-for-all brawl with every anybody that you that you come and face with and then after the say the bell tower um, rung then whoever left standing is paired off in like a tournament bracket and in this case, in the movie, there was, I think, six people that were left standing. And Chan, or should I say Billy Kiss, pretty much had one fight and had a bye into the finals. Well, Jackie Chan's character was um, had to face two people to get to the finals. And yet the first fight was pretty much, well, well easy for him. Was, let's say, easy picking for him. And, I mean, all he was doing speed and not too much power to the first guy, like really dodging his um, techniques. And usually then the guy decided he wanted to take him out with a car, but that didn't work. So, of course, Jan defeats his first opponent. Then, the, of course, the next one was at night, and he faced a guy that probably must have like a, a hard head. Yeah. Yeah, he would like have the first fight, or should I say his... Second fight was um, a guy would probably have the hardest head in the world, and um, he would just his signature move was a head button, and of course Jackie Chan had a tough time with him, and from there, but from there he would just um, constantly get beat up. But however, he easily defeat easily defeated him, or should I say he got through him easily, or. Okay, I can say easily. Okay, he had a tough time with the opponent. Of course, then it moves on to um, Billy Kiss, the finals of Norse. It, it was a scene where um, his uncle was kidnapped, and um, I guess he was um, ordered to lose the fight to Billy Kiss, or his uncle would have been killed. But yet, Miko had a way to escape, which was funny. He definitely broke away to... Um, his escape, and then from there, um, 
Infinary, um, he went to the bell tower and then indicated that Jerry was that the well, he indicated to Chan that he was okay. And from there, Chan just went ahead and just did his thing with really kissing. And from there, he was led to a movie house where he, the mob, one of the mob um, members, were um, mob members were just um, waiting for him to to take him out. But yet, um, that didn't work. Um, he was Chan was able to overcome him with couples some cuts and bruises. And yet, um, and it was um, to the final fight where he defeated um, Billy Kiss in, uh, in a good fight, had him knight, knocked out, and gave him a kiss, and that to, as a defeat. And from there, he celebrates um, and his victory, and then everything is okay. All right, so that's the big brawl or the Battle Creek brawl. And, you know, I've watched that so many times, I get a kick out of it. And going on to the next movie that I watch frequently, Rumble in the Bronx. This is probably one of my personal favorites um, of Jackie Chan's, which one of the movies that was dubbed. I mean, I guess um, there was other actors that didn't speak very good English neither, so that movie was dubbed. Here you got Jackie Chan coming from Hong Kong, um, attending his uncle's wedding. <clears throat> yeah, his uncle's wedding, and then from there... Um, and um, his uncle owned a, um, a store of some such in the Bronx. And I guess it's like the tough part of New York City, of course. It's one of the boroughs. Like you got Manhattan, um, the Bronx, the Brooklyn, Harlem. And then you have, like you have all those um, boroughs. And then yet you got the Bronx. And yet here you got Jackie Chan. The... Um, kind of running his um, uncle's um, store, but yeah, his uncle was looking for a potential buyer for that um, store, and then of course, um, Jackie was kind of helping him out while his uncle was in a honeymoon with his newly wedded wife, and from there and then, there was a scene where a local gang was um, caught shoplifting the store, and then Jackie Chan kind of intervened at um took care of it was a wonderful scene he just single-handedly took out the um whole mob with his fast hand with his fast hand movement it's like really it's amazing it's like it was so well choreographed and yeah that's what he's highly known for is um choreograph and that's why he got a a stunt team where probably some of us member of the stunt team was in that um movie and definitely this is not the first time that he runs in. Actually, he runs into the game like four times in that movie and does different fight scenes. Definitely the second time he was um, lured into a, um, a trap with the game using his stunt stunt court or doing the stunt moves to get out of the situation. But yet he gets cornered and um, they cut him up with um, glass bottles and he was left left to dead. And uh, luckily, one of the gang members, um, his girlfriend, um, was the, who was responsible for luring him to the, um, his, um, his, um, should I say, his, almost his near attempted death. Uh, he, uh, I guess there, um, uh, I guess there was another scene where um, he, he, was, he got chased again and nearly escaped. So in this case, uh, he got a win, the gang got a win, and then, of course, 
I guess there's no wind because Jackie just escaped. And the one scene where he escaped, he jumped from like the top of the building onto the um onto like the um, the staircase outside staircase. And uh <laughs> yeah, that was like amazing. That was like really fearful. He you know, he jumped from that building and I thought he was gonna miss, but he uh was whew. And he definitely got this that stunt good. I don't know if that was a single take, but I know he that's one of the one stage stunts. Of course, yet the last one he um last is um confrontation with the gang where he um fights the gang member or the gang leader into a single fight, which was amazing. And then of course the gang kinda intervened and then he gets into like sort of uh a gang bro Battle, battle! Oh, can't even say the word. I'm so excited about this movie. A battle out with this um the gang, and then it gets to the point where the gang leader said that had enough. You win. You you can go. And from there, just um the looking at the rest of the movie. Uh, I guess um they kind of kind of got a truce with the gang. Because uh, the gang ended up in getting another problem with a, I guess a mob who were in the diamonds, were like in a diamond heist, and then of course one of the gang members stole them, and then they were looking for them, and then yet one of the gang members got chopped up, and from there um, they uh, they have um, they was just in like a certain danger. Or should I say they were kidnapped by the mob, and then of course Jackie Jackie Chan was um into um, just cr- into crazy crazy nonsense, trying to get um the diamonds back and try to get his friends back, and that leads to like um this uncle store getting wrecked again, and from um let's just say well couldn't say or something else I'm trying to think of the scenes. Where he goes on a crazy chase, trying to get his friends back, and then of course um, from there, everything went well, and he comes goes in and chasing the um, leader of the mob in the golf course, and then runs him over with uh, I think a hover car, and just strips him naked, and which was amazing. And of course, the great thing about uh, most Jackie Chan movies, he has his um, bloopers, which I enjoy watching. Of course, he has his bloopers on, um, like, um, him, um, messing up on his stunts, which is amazing. And, of course, um, the last movie I'm going to talk about is, um, Rush Hour. Of course, that's probably one of the Jackie Chan's biggest movies, um, him working with Chris Tucker. I guess, um, at first, um, when, um, Chris Tucker was talking about it in the podcast, um, it was, like, him and Jackie Chan sitting down discussing the movie, and I guess um, Jackie Chan was just um, checking out Chris Tucker and making sure he's a good, um, making sure he's okay, which is awesome. Um, of course, in the movie, yeah, it's pretty much the same way. You got Jackie Chan, a dedicated cop in um, Hong Kong, going coming to America to be like escorted or should I say babysit by um, Chris Tucker's character. Which is, um, I guess, um, Chris Tucker was tricked into thinking that he was doing a case of the kidnapped, um, 
kidnapped girl of the of a consulman of, from China, and then from there he was um given an assignment to keep Jackie Chan out of danger because it was considered an FBI case, and then from there it was like you got Jackie or Chris Tucker picking up um Jackie Chan in, at the airport, and um he went on and, and, and just. Just pretty much label him saying that he was didn't speak any English and then he's like being not and then of course Jackie Chan was like just just checking him out, just saying like being being silent. Or should I say act plain stupid. He's playing stupid to the point where um Jackie Chan was tr- trying to um run off with run off on his own and then it goes on a crazy quest crazy run trying to chase him down. That was just funny. You got Chris Tucker chasing him down, and then of course the one stunt he goes he goes hanging up, hanging on the top of the um, a sign. Uh, I think out in um out in L.A. he was hanging out. That that was the actual good stunt. I think it was just a one take. He hangs out on a stunt. Uh, sorry, um, hanging on on a sign, and then he's still shaping um escaping um, Chris Tucker and then it gets to the point where he catches him in the taxi and then of course uh, they get in a scene where the taxi driver was, was played by Gene LaBelle and he was pointing the gun at him and they both did the same thing and at, at that point uh, Jackie Chan was finally speaking English and he's like and they get into like the little little confrontation it's like why why you tell me that you speak broke English it's like really it's like I was just checking you out man and from there it's like you know he gets another scenes where um, he goes into a bar and then of course Chris Tucker's trying to find information of the kidnapped girl and then you got Jackie Chan of course um, shoots his mouth off like not inadvertently but he's just copying what Mr. Chris Tucker was saying and he gets in a fight with the people in the pool hall which is like is <laughs> That was just like amazing right there. It's like he's just dodging people, getting hit with a cue ball, cube, cube stick, and try to avoid getting a hit. Ooh. Oh, I had a long day. I mean, I'm sleeping myself awake. And then from there, um, he gets into like other stunts, like, of course, um, trying to chase down, um, uh, a, cr- a criminal from Hong Kong that he ran down in the beginning of the movie, and it gets gets to the point where um, a clue led to um, the Chris Tucker or find Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan finding like a device, and then they go to the the um, go to the local jail where um, they confront or try to chat with um, a criminal that uh, Chris Tucker caught in the beginning of the movie that had a knowledge of bombs. And from there, you know, he couldn't get any information. And, of course, Chan intervened and showing a picture of a kidnapped girl and try to get his, try to get information. But yet, um, that keep, then yet that um, got Chris Tucker's trust. And then from there, both Chris Tucker and, um, and Jackie Chan were exchanging their own worlds. You know, Jackie Chan was, like, showing um, Chris Tucker his... Um, fighting skills and yet you got Chris Tucker showing them how we do things in America I guess they were just um, developed that kind of friendship 
and then it gets to the end of the movie where um they tr attempt to find um find a gang member or excuse me, a gang leader Jun Tao in a Chinese restaurant, and then it gets to like it's another battle where the, um it leads to the an explosion, and of course the FBI, FBI found them in the alley, and then of course they screwed up the. Um, for getting um, the consul's daughter back, and then from there it's just they were let go off the case. But um, Chris Tucker didn't quit on it. He went to find Jackie at the airport, and just but from there he kind of poured, poured his heart out and why he didn't have a partner. And like you know, you got Chris Tucker being a loner, and he gave given the insider why he was such a dedicated cop, or should I say a loner. Because his father was killed in duty and his partner didn't back him up. So I guess Jackie Chan really broke him out of that habit of not having a partner and really wanted him to wanted him, wanted him to um at least continue this case on to him and then of course it lead on to like the um a convention where the artifacts of um Chinese culture was in was in and then from there he um Jackie Chan and um, Chris Tucker did their work and found out that um, Jun Tao was actually the guy that um, was friends with Consul, was demanding the money to um, to, to release his daughter. And then, of course, it went on to Chris Tucker finding um, his daughter and then a van. And then, of course, he was strapped to a bomb. And from there, you got Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan doing their attempt to well for one to get to Juntao <sighs> I mean I gotta stop yawning I mean this is what happens when you have na afternoon naps <laughs> and from there um, yeah, and then it gets uh, Jackie Chan chasing um, Juntao on the top of the, the roof where he um, drops the money and then has and nearly falls and yet Juntao falls to death and then of course Jackie or uh, Chris Tucker rushes like saves him, and from there it's just, and this is the end of the movie, and then of course the um that first rush hour movie leads to the other t the next two rush hour movies. You got rush hour two that took place in um, Hong Kong where you got Jackie Chan showing him showing Chris Tucker his world, and it's just about him. Running down um, the um, a Chinese gang called the Triads, and then of course from there you got Trish Tucker getting um, into Jackie Chan's um, kind of fiasco, fiasco um, throughout um, Hong Kong, from going to a nightclub and to the massage parlor, and of course um, from a yacht owned by. Um, a, f a famous um, hotel run owner, or th who owned half of Los Angeles, and yet, and then um, from there, it's um, they get in the battle, battle out in um, Los Angeles as well as Las Vegas, which um, a place I've been to ten times already, and I'm trying to figure out that one store they went into. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like. Yeah, that one store they went to. I know it's in Caesar's Palace. You know, it's definitely... It's just amazing. 
then of course it goes into final fight and then it's like explosions all over the place and then all that um led to um the rush hour three where of course they're good friends and um chris suckers is um is um um so i think demoted into like a traffic cop because he made a mistake but yet uh here they all here they go again in the third movie and um i guess they're um trying to look for a list of um assassinations happening or people that is getting going to assassinate it and then yet um Kanzo Han was or should I say he was called Ambassador Han now and he was um and he was um ready to get um and he's uh, almost getting tenth uh, almost get got killed an attempt of um, assassination I've been of course to find out that uh, the assassinator is yes um, assassinator um, was um, a brother of um, Jackie Chan's in a, a childhood and from there uh, it was like a crazy adventure from LA to Paris and that was that's just one of the funniest um, moments you got Jackie Chan and um Chris Tucker having their usual adventures, of course. Chan getting getting in getting Chris Tucker into situations that you don't want to be, and then I find out that uh, that um, one of the the list is actually a person that is actually a, a performer in Paris, and yet um, Chris Tucker goes crazy when she she takes off her wig and then she's bald headed. Thinking that she's a man, which is funny. And um, you got um, got um, well, got Chris Tucker and um, and Jackie Chan. Um, well, actually, they get went up to deliver um, her to um, one of the um, the councilmen of Paris, or or one of the ambassadors from um from um from Paris and they was gonna keep her safe there but yet they find out that um the ambassador of Paris was um in with into in the whole into the whole thing the whole triad um assassination list and yet she was kidnapped and um and brought up or should I say well not um the the um the person that was a list uh Jean-Vierre wasn't the kidnap it was um Su Su Young who was in the first movie the first um she was in the first movie um she was kidnapped and then of course um in the third um rush hour she was kidnapped again and she was forced to uh be um taken to taken hostage for the exchange of the list and yet you got Chris Tucker and um Jackie Chan doing their normal um, rescue attempt, and then yet Jackie Chan is um, has a fight battle with his so-called brother from an orphanage, and then um, it was getting to the good stunts where they're in the Eiffel Tower, and it was funny that uh, oh, it was also funny. Um, it was um, what what, what was that? Um, I'm trying to think there. Yeah, there was um. Uh, and the um the yeah the part with the the flag, 
they were both um, strapped to the flag and they flew off the um, Eiffel Tower and into like a pool. And from there, Jean-Pierre was getting held gun, at gunpoint by um, the ambassador from um, Paris. And then, of course, uh, one of the taxi, the taxi driver that um, drove Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan around shot him. And from there, they, um, I guess the case was closed. It was solved. And, of course, in the end of the movie, they um, punched um, the inspector of Paris who held them, who held them um, at the airport before having a gun. <laughs> and that was funny. And they just go dancing off to the the song War. And so that's pretty much um, my um, three favorite movies uh, of Jackie Chan. And, you know, I really appreciate um, his um, contribution to film and all the stunts he does. I know he can't do much anymore because of his um, because of his injuries. I mean, he probably had like hundreds of injuries from his stunts. And I know he's um, probably officially retired from movies, but I know he can't do much. But nevertheless, uh, he... Um, He's a good contribution of um, to movies, and you know I'd like to probably meet him someday. You know I'm very highly known to meet people that are meet celebrities, but uh, I know it's probably gonna be no, it's gonna be highly known probably someday that I probably gonna have a room with Jackie Chan. It's probably gonna, he's probably gonna ask for a lot of money to um, get a photo op, but it'd be worth it. But nevertheless. Um, that was just my opinions of um, Jackie Chan, of Jackie Chan and his um, his um, performance. Oh, and, uh, and that was uh, that's how I got into martial arts. It's like it was, his movie is so amazing. You no, know, I'd like to talk more about his movies, but um, I like to talk about the top three that I've watched a lot. And uh, that was just amazing for me. Uh, and that's um that includes my um show for this week um definitely tune in next week for another exciting episode of the kickbot and make sure you tune in to the previous episodes on bicbpradio.com and um tune in for some more episodes and thank you thank for those thank you for those that are actually going out listening i know some of my some of my um, episodes are meaningless, but you know, that's just my opinion of what I think of martial arts and what good actors and good um, situations could do. And so, see you later and goodbye. Chris, should we tell the people about our new show? Our new show? Yes. Not back issues. Not Harley Awesome. No. This is Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Hey, man. We just can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Never gonna stop. That's right. We're back. BICBP-radio.com. They should go listen to it right now. They really should. Where can they listen to it? BICBP-radio.com. BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop.
stop till they drop. That's right. That's the kind of freestyles you're going to get from Anthony on Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. At BICBP-radio.com. Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. BICBP-radio.com. Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Chris, I think we should stop with the commercial. All right.